All right, so we have our next scene. Uh, in this scene, we have Raul, which I'm going to pronounce the same, but I'll spell it uh, R-A-O-O-L. That sounds kind of like a, a hip-hop sort of flavor there, or it looks like one. Sounds exactly the same as a French name, but uh, yeah, and it works, right? So in the original book, Raul is returned. He's returning home. He's been away for a while. Uh, I don't know where he's been or what he's been doing. Gaston LaRue doesn't seem big on like characterization or backstory. We get, uh, you know, I don't know if Gaston LaRue invented the expedition exposition dump in the horror movie at the end where we have a character that comes out of nowhere and explains everything, but uh, he might have. So Raul uh, goes to the opera and he's surprised when his old flame, his old buddy, Christine, gets on the stage and sings, and he's very uh, taken with her. So then he goes backstage after the show to congratulate her, but he gets all uptight because she ignores him, um, and he thinks he hears a male voice in her dressing room. So maybe this is a thing that like old-timey French people were really uh, like strict about or uptight or something. I... I was never under the impression that theater folks were like really sexually uptight or anything like that. And French people, I thought, well, I don't know. I guess I always thought French people were less buttoned down than we are. But I mean, that's a, that's based on, I met only one French person in my entire life. Uh, we had this foreign exchange student in high school, Miriam, and uh, she never wore a bra. So I guess that's where my, my idea is on French unuptightness come from. I mean, she never wore a bra, which was great, but she also had a much thicker mustache than I did, uh, which, to be honest, isn't saying a whole lot. I know that sounds, like, really horrible to say, but actually, I never had much of a mustache in high school, or even now. I uh, My mustache came in, at first it was just this tiny row of hairs, that kind of grew just below my nostrils, and they curled up into my nose instead of down uh, onto my upper lip. So they always tickled inside my nose, and I was always picking at them and trying to pull them out and stuff, but it's pretty hard to... If you ever want a, a challenge for your, your pinching strength, try and grip the greasy mustache hair of a greasy preteen and try and pull out, like, you know... a hair that's like a one hundredth of an inch long. Um, so anyway, it was always tickling in my nose and I was picking at them. And that's kind of how I became known as a nose picker. Uh, that and the nose picking. But, you know, most, I would say 60 to 70% of it was trying to pull those hairs. I got a reputation as a nose picker based on only 40% of actual nose picking. But uh, also, being known as a nose picker is kind of unfortunate when your given name is Parker. Uh, Parker Picker, Picker Parker. And, you know, thank goodness I went into this career where changing your name is normal. Because uh, I would just, I hate to think of Parker Picker coming back to haunt me. Anyway, I think we're going to have to update this uh, some. So we're going to say Raul was in the military and, uh, you know, just was just got home from a tour in Iraq. 
And then he goes to a rap concert in his old neighborhood. And I'm picturing like an underground rap show in a warehouse or something. Is that a thing? Like I know kids who listen to metal and that electronic music go to underground shows, but is rap an underground sort of concert situation? I'm not really sure. But you know what? Like every movie seems to have an underground something. Like it doesn't matter if it's techno or jazz or whatever. I mean, there's probably underground jazz clubs, right? Which is probably good. I would honestly prefer if most jazz music was hidden underground. Uh, Not because it's like I'm worried that someone will bust it up because then I would never have to hear it. So Raul goes to the rap show. And he sees Christine, little Christine, open for some big act, right? And he's really impressed. So then he goes backstage to see little Christine, but then a bouncer is like, nobody gets in to see little C. And then, but Raul hears a man's voice through the door, so he knows that's not true. And he's all put out and butthurt because she doesn't seem to want to see him as opposed to not seeing any, you know, any men or whatever. So he gets pissed, and he waits around the corner for Christine to leave, and then he rushes to the door after the bouncer leaves, flings it open, and there's nobody in there, including Christine. She's also gone. Um, I think this is working. I think we've modernized it enough. You know, and it's got a little something to say about, like, the dangers of being overly masculine or whatever. I don't know. Maybe there'll be some term for this in the future, but doing masculine behaviors that are like radioactive or something. 